Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, I'm Amanda from Trifecta Fitness. We're proud to be Clarksville's new Get Fit headquarters. Trifecta Fitness is a state-of-the-art spin and strength training studio. Our spin studio is truly one of a kind in this area, complete with 20 state-of-the-art live fitness bikes and an incredible sound system. Our strength training is done in small groups of six or fewer, and all of our strength and spin classes are scalable for every level of experience. Come see us in the heart of Clarksville, just behind MAPCO at the corner of Old Trenton Road and Wilma Rudolph Boulevard. Call us for more info at 931 or download our Trifecta Fitness app for a full list of upcoming classes. In October 2019, Arlington, Texas was chosen to be the home of a new national museum, unlike any other. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a unique home of military history. The 100,000 square foot museum will house exhibits, archives, and artifacts relating to the 3,500 U.S. troops who have been awarded the medal, the nation's highest honor for valor in combat. The museum will have 31,000 square feet of galleries dedicated to U.S. troops who have received the award. The museum CEO, former Navy SEAL and NASA astronaut Chris Cassidy said the museum will focus on education as much as preservation. The building will have five areas dedicated to Medal of Honor winners from the Army, Marine Corps, Navy, Air Force, and Coast Guard. The main gallery will be located in a central plaza under a 25,000 square foot slab of steel, which will appear to be suspended in midair. It will be supported by five pillars. Black Rifle Coffee is a corporate sponsor of the museum, as are the Dallas Cowboys. The museum's board also includes over a dozen major corporations and six Medal of Honor recipients, including David Bellavia, Patrick Brady, and Britt Slabinski. Army Staff Sergeant Bellavia was awarded the medal for clearing an entire house by himself on November 10, 2004, as a squad leader in support of Operation Phantom Fury in Fallujah, Iraq. He killed four enemy fighters and wounded a fifth in close quarters battle. Army Major General Brady flew and coordinated the evacuation of 51 seriously wounded men during a firefight in Vietnam in January 1968. Slabinski, a Navy SEAL chief and team leader, led a rescue team of SEALs during Operation Anaconda in Afghanistan in March 2002. Slabinski and his team flew to a mountaintop ambush site to rescue Petty Officer First Class Neil Roberts, who had fallen from the back of a helicopter. Slabinski led the team through almost constant combat against an entrenched Taliban force. Along with the board members, former presidents Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Barack Obama serve as honorary directors. The museum is expected to open to the public in late 2024. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Fit Nation. We are a show founded by a veteran and hosted by two veterans and a military spouse. Our mission is to get people to tell their story to the world. If you're an author, share your tips with Mr. Hutchman. If you're a musician or actor, our audience needs to know how they too can get into the business. Coaches, we love our coaches. 
come on and share some of your tips with the Misfit Nation to help them become better versions of themselves. If you're a corporate leader or an entrepreneur, come on and share how you did it and how hard you have fought for success. If you're a veteran, first responder, or Gold Star family, we would love to have you come on and just share your story with the Misfit Nation. We always have time for you. If you're feeling down, alone, or starting to see the darkness, stop. Think about those who are around you. You are not alone. You will be missed. If you feel like your problems will be a burden to those in your inner circle or are embarrassed, dial 988. If you are a veteran, take option one. We need you to keep pushing forward. Don't make a permanent solution to a temporary problem. If you're a new listener, welcome to the Misfit Nation. Be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps and also on our YouTube channel at the underscore Misfit Nation. Subscribe and click the bell to keep you up to date with our latest episodes and all of our news. You can also find us on Heroes Media Group and About Face Radio. Now, let's get to the show. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to our Thursday after dinner show. We got a good one here tonight, y'all. Our next guest showed resilience in 2014 when her life went on a roller coaster. Her life was completely shifted after losing her father to a long battle with cancer, the evil sea, losing a close family friend, and then breaking off an engagement within three weeks. She then quit her job and relocated back to Columbus, Ohio from Florida to restart her life. She was heartbroken, jobless, and buried in college debt, but was so desperate to follow through on a promise she left her dad with that he could pass knowing it should be okay. It took a while to get back on her feet and find happiness within herself, but she did. She found her strength in linking with others. She linked up with those who have experienced loss, linked up with friends and family who gave her the support, and linked up with her with her faith. She quickly realized that one of the most basic human needs is connection. So without further ado, let's welcome Jenna Riggi to the Misfit Nation. Welcome, Jenna. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. It's awesome to have you here. And uh, just in our pre-talk there, I mean, moving from Florida, Ohio, that's even more of a roller coaster. You went from the Sunshine State back to Ohio in, uh, <laughs> in the Midwest. And uh, the, I don't know what I want to do each day for weather like we were talking about in the pre-show. So I'm glad you're here and I'm glad we're both uh, upright today and doing well. Thank you. That's it's yes. Same, same. It was a struggle, but yeah, I overcame it. So thank you. So Jenna, I gave a two paragraph story about you right there. I would love for you to expand upon that as much as you want from as far back as you want to go to how we got really to where we are today. Yeah. So I have a jewelry brand and it's called link before you sink, but I always say we're mission first jewelry second. So in two, you kind of hit some points, but I'll, I'll dive a little deeper. So in 2014, right. I went through, a really difficult time in my life. And I was living in South Florida and I was engaged at the time. My father was sick with cancer. And it was just like, boom, boom, boom. Father passed away, lost a close family friend, broke off an engagement. And I knew that I had to leave and come back to Ohio to be my, my family and my support system. So I put my mental health first. I was buried in college debt. I didn't know how. I really honestly saw no glimmer of help, hope, but I knew that I needed to put, again, my mental health first. So I, I left. I'm talking with 22, 24-hour car ride, no radio on. I'm just like in deep thought. And on that ride, 
I made a promise to myself that when I got back on my feet, not if, but when I got back on my feet, I would pay it forward to others going through a tough time. And it was about three and a half years later, I was riding my bike actually, and the chain fell off and broke and I was ticked off and I looked down at this chain and I had one of those like aha moments or an epiphany of the symbolism of links and connection while being broken hit me. I realized that I could make jewelry charms out of the broken bike chain. So our mission is to find strength by linking with others. And we do that through our jewelry links, but we do that through story sharing. So with each link that you purchase, noun, you receive a a story that was submitted on our blog by somebody that was going through a struggle. So we link in two ways, but that's kind of the the gist of how how we started. That's awesome. Uh, I like the bike link. uh the bike link analogy and how it started and how it became your brand. And I mean, we always look at our bike link and say, curse <laughs> at it when, when that thing breaks. And, and we go through a lot of other things that at that time you were able to focus in and see something totally different where others might have just walked right past that and said, Oh man, I might, my bike chains broke. I gotta go buy another one You had yeah. at that moment. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Our hash or like our motto is like turning something broken into beautiful. And that's not just about our jewelry, but it's about like, yourself when you go through a hard time, like, and you're broken, you can definitely make that, you know, life is full of peaks and valleys. And I always say, learn, lean on your links in life and you can get through anything, but it's about, you know, coming out on the other side. It's kind of like in our opening, we talk about your inner circle, lean on them when you're feeling down. I think it's the same thing that you're doing with your link yeah. when you sync brand here. You have to have that inner circle and that you're, you're close knit, a group of friends and family that can yeah. really be there for you when you need it. And then, of course, as you meet others along the way, you can be that light for them. It's exactly. I used to call them connections, and now I call them links, but it's exactly how I got through what I was going through. And it was hard to share at first. I mean, it was embarrassed. Like, people would be like, what do you do? You know, when I first got back to Columbus, I'm like, I don't really know. I'm in transition. So, I mean, it was a learning curve, but going through that with my links in life was really how I got through it. If I would have just... I mean, I closed the doors at first and was quiet at first, but the more that I started practicing vulnerability and sharing, it was wild. Like I, that was reciprocated back. Like, oh, I went through this too. I'm like, you did? Like, I didn't know that, you know? So it was just, it's cool. The power of connection is is awesome. And you say the power of connection is awesome. Explain to the audience why linking is with others is so important and not being staying in your room in the darkness and just being woe is me, getting out there and doing things. Yep. Um, I, my, my motto actually on my site is alone, we are strong, but linked, we are stronger and linking. Sometimes it takes a minute. Like I had that car ride and that week when I got back where I was alone, you know what I mean? And you just like, it's a, it's a dangerous downward spiral where you're just, you're deep in your thoughts. If you're not executing those thoughts and talking about it to the links around you, it's a dangerous cycle. So it's just, it takes time, you know, to, to, to figure it out. Um, you know, everybody still has you know, life again, goes up and down, it goes up and down, but it's key to reach out to people through those tough times. And it's, you really think you're alone and living on this other Island. Like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to tell everybody? I'm buried in debt and I have no job. And who's going to love me because, you know, after my father passed away, like I broke off an engagement and it's like, you're really not that different. You know, if you start, no, sure. Nobody has my exact same story, but other people, you know, when you open up to them, it's like, Oh, I didn't know that you went through that as well. It's just a, it's a cool cycle that, you know, for me, connection is, is everything. And when you like, so when you open up to other people, that's usually when they have the aha moment. Well, I went through something 
more difficult as well. Not the same as you, but difficult is all the same. And I've made it through. So maybe we can share some of that together and help someone else. Yeah, that's exactly it. And you know what's funny? I used to, it was like, it's not who you you think it's going to be. And I got very good about practicing my vulnerability before it was like somebody I knew that went through like a tough time. You know what I mean? I knew it. And that's what I had talked to. And then I just got like more proud of my story and like, you know, the, what I went through and in coming out on the other side where I just openly share it and I didn't care. And it was funny, like even one of my like old bosses, like frat guy, like puff chest, you know, I never thought that he would go through anything. And as soon as I was like, proud of my story and like, yeah, here's what I went through and here's how I got through it. All of a sudden he was opening up about therapy that he was going to. And I'm like, oh, you know, so it's not, you know, it's, it's everyone, everyone goes through a tough time and it's don't judge a book by either by its cover. Definitely don't. And that's a perfect thing to say right there. If you don't know what, what they're, what's going on on the inside. Uh, just a few months ago, we, I lost a good friend who on the outside looked perfect. Looked like yeah. everything was going great. And, he lost his battle and lost his battle with the demons and he let it, he, t- he took himself away from, from the battle and no one's seen it coming. So, yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that. So, but like you said, you can't judge that book by the cover. And everyone puts on the strong face on the outside until like you said, they get vulnerable and they actually share something. Yep. And I used to be that person. Like my parents got divorced in high school. No one knew. I didn't share that. I was very hard shell. And it, you know, after I think this, you know, as I got older, it was like, okay, this, you're not weak because you have the, it's actually, it's a strength. You know what I mean? Your strength that you're, you're empowering others. It was like, I totally flipped that, but I used to be that private struggle person. And it, it led me to, again, down a deep, dark hole where you just don't need to go there. It's a, it's a snowball effect. You know what I mean? And one bad thought and it's like, let's break it. Let's talk about it. And you know what I mean? And then you're uplifted again by talking to those, those links in your life or, you know, it's not even just your friends or, you know, therapy or whatever you need to get through it. You're, you're not different. You're not alone. Now with your brand and with your experience, have you found different ways to link others together just by meeting one person say, hey, I know someone else might've went through the same thing. Can I link them together? Yeah. So we, as I mentioned, through our jewelry and through our story sharing as well. So I get like a bunch of different stories submitted and we do link the stories. They're submitted privately for privacy reasons. But yes, I have linked a lot, especially around my community. So I was doing a pop up event at Chase. Um, They have a corporate office here and I see, you know, I always tell my story. People buy my colorful beaded bracelets at first. And then when I tell them my story, they're like, oh, like I want your traditional link. And a girl came over and she was like one of my good, and I knew the story, but I, I didn't know the, the woman at this. It was pretty big in Columbus. Her son was a star, again, perfect. Don't judge a book by its cover. Star of the football team, quarterback, got uh, catfished online, took his life and she was her friend. And she said, can you come? It was a Thursday. She said, she's doing a benefit on Sunday. Can you come to it? I was like, absolutely. I'll drop everything and be there. So it's just crazy. The people that I've met and then the story, like we've worked friends now we, we've been connected, but I mean, that's kind of how that happens again, just me sharing my vulnerability. Now I'm, I just was texting with her today about, you know, how she does a benefit every year for her son and I'm going to it again. I go to it every year now, but yeah, it's, it's cool. Like how we've, I've connected with people and then people connect, you know, separately through stories. It's amazing. And usually it's stories that help bring everyone together, whether good or bad. And in this uh, situation, it's through the help of healing, I'm guessing the stories is what brings them together. 
Yeah. And what's funny is, so when I started, I went to my friends. I was like, I had, I, you know, I need a story on loss. I need a story on this. And my friends were like, oh, Jenna, I don't really want to write. I'm like, I, I know you've been through a divorce. Will you write me a story, please? And they're like, I don't want to. So anyways, they all did it because I needed a favor because I was just getting started and I needed to start this blog. And every one of them that came back to me that thought they were giving this, you know, you know, doing the work, oh, I have to write the story. They all came back to me and said, I cannot believe how therapeutic that was that I actually wrote down what I went through. Like I, like it was so, again, therapeutic because I realized like, oh my gosh, like I didn't, I didn't realize how strong I was until I, I wrote that down. So it's like not even just the, the giving somebody else the story. It's like journaling and, you know, realizing what you're going through too. It's a, it's a crazy full connection, you know? Definitely it is. And way it, it becomes a heartfelt connection and almost like family you become when, when you learn that much about each other as you move forward. Right. Right. So if someone in the audience is going through a struggle now, then on their own, what is something you'd like to pass to them that maybe to get them out of their valley and get yep. them to a better level? Yep. The first thing I always disclose is I am not a mental health professional. Please, yes, please. There is nothing wrong with seeking professional help. Please do that. There are people out there. But I always reach out, you know, reach out and talk to somebody. You're not, you're not alone. Like if I, that Jenna on that car ride, like I, I, there was a big gap in there. And three and a half years later, I found this bike chain. That was a long, lonely three and a half years from me getting back and laying in bed on the weekend. You know what I mean? You, I was just depleted. I would have told that Jenna, like, get up. You're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. And the, you're in a dark chapter right now in your book of life. Like the page will turn. So just, you know, keep. Some days are harder than others, but just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Reach out to people. You're really not living on this planet that you feel alone on. And you realize that as you start to, to share and open up about your, your feelings, you know? Definitely. And, uh, I think that's very important to start sharing the story, your story with others. Like I told you why we started this podcast with let people share their stories, get it off their chest, maybe breathe a little better. It's the same thing when you're going through any kind of crazy uh, trauma, no matter if it was physical trauma, mental trauma in your life, you have to let it go a little bit in order to yep. heal inside. Yep. It's so true. Everyone's like, are you mad at the people? I'm like, no, actually I'm grateful because they led me to this. I'm grateful for all that. I mean, sure. Obviously I miss my dad, but I like all that difficulty that I went through. It just led me to my next chapter in life. Took you into your next page, your next journey. Yeah, it took me into the better chapter. You know what I mean? It got me prepared. It made me stronger. It was dark. It was difficult, but it it made me ready to move on to the. And I have a beautiful son now, and I have a stepdaughter. You know, this is there is light at the end of the tunnel. Just know that. And there's there's always going to be someone there for you. It may not be the person you're with right now. It may be the person that next person you meet as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When you were starting a uh, link before you sink uh, up. Were there, were, were there Debbie doubters out there that were telling you, you know, this isn't going to work? You, you shouldn't ah. be going in with this. Uh, I don't think this is the right thing for you. How much time do we have? <laughs> 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 yes. So I am a very creative person. When I first told somebody, hey, here's what I want to do. One person. What? And nobody's going to, they're, they're not visualizing what I'm visualizing. They're visualizing like a chain around the neck. I'm like, no, it's like one charm. Like it's not tacky. Anyways, I learned my lesson. And then what I did is I kept it private for a year. And I, because I got so strong about my, you know, 
where I was ready to handle the rejection. Like it was like, okay, I wasn't ready to handle it. When you're at idea stage and telling something about it and you're getting turned down. And I actually learned that from Sarah Blakely of Spanx. She was like, I didn't tell anybody about what I was doing because I wasn't ready to handle that rejection. I got so comfortable with what I was doing that when I did launch it, it was like, all right, you're just not a fit for me. So the first influencer I reached out to, I was like, hey, here's what I'm doing. Mental health focus. Thought she was right up my alley. And she was like, you will never make a difference. I'm rephrasing it, but you get the gist. I don't remember the exact verbiage, but it was like, you. it will be very hard to make a difference inspiring people by jewelry made out of a broken bike chain. And it hurt. I'm not going to say it didn't hurt. I think I cried. But then I was like, no, you You know what I mean? You're, you're comfortable with what you're doing. I always wonder now because I've grown a lot since then. But it was like, she just, she wasn't right for me. And that's okay. But yes, I've had a lot of rejection right from when I've started. Stuff breaks. What I do, and I encourage anybody to do this, is I have like a Just Jenna folder because stuff happens in life, in business. And anytime somebody like the Jen, who's son took his life. She'll send me a positive message or I screenshot that. Or like somebody will write me like a really, I work a lot with um, the honor sleeves movement, which is a mental health movement towards children. And I do like, they'll, they'll send me like a really nice message or somebody will say, Hey, I bought a butterfly necklace, which is their symbol from you because my daughter is really struggling with depression. She actually ended up hospitalized. I screenshot that and I put it in my just Jenna folder. So when I am having a bad day, like we all do, I go back to that and reread, why are you doing this? You know, this is why you're doing it. So let it roll off your back. Let the influencer or whoever said this is not going to work. Let it roll off your back. Go back to your Just Jenna folder and remember your why. Exactly. Always remember the why behind what you're doing. And that that usually will get you back in your glide path. Get your aperture, your side aperture just the right way and move forward and don't look back. And like I like what you said with the Jenna folder. Have that folder for okay, thanks. That's cool. Whatever. Thanks. Gotcha. And move forward. Yep. Yep. Sometimes I cry and then I'm like, oh, I need my just Jenna folder, but I get it out. I'm like, you know what? It's gonna be okay. Everybody has those down days, and that's okay. And you're allowed to have those down days, but let's, you know what I mean? Like go talk to somebody, remember why you're doing it, and turn the page again. You mentioned the on our sleeves uh movement uh for children. Uh is there any other groups that you work with as well, or or is that that one of your main partners? Yeah, so I, I've done a lot of um, so how we give we give so we give through a product like I've donated over five hundred necklaces to the not the children at the children's hospital but the parents you know what I mean because keep in mind their children are in the hospital so I've donated back over twenty five hundred links total but just to that I so we donate our jewelry. Um, we donate, we give back like, um, at benefits. So I do a lot of benefits. So I do one, I work with Cleveland clinic and on our sleeves, which is part of the nationwide children's hospital. I've done stuff with the Michael Phelps foundation. Um, who else am I missing? A lot of local, my, one of my best friends has an awesome, like nonprofit for women struggling with not sobriety in Columbus. We've done a necklace with them. Spread Joy is another one that we've done, um, which was uh, a woman passed away for that's cancer related. So I do a lot of work with nonprofits, but we give through our jewelry, we give through benefits where we give back like a portion of proceeds at those benefits. And then some of them, I have like a partnership product that I have on my site. So like on our sleeves, I've taken their logo, which is a butterfly and I put like a link on it. Um, but we give back a portion of proceeds for that on site too. So we, and, and I always say we give through story sharing. That's a, that's one of my favorites, honestly, because we give others the gift of hope. 
So with each link, you're getting back, you know, a story. But I always say, we, sure, we sell a product, but we'd love to link with you. You can go on our, blo our blog, read our story, share your story. I mean, um, we don't just sell a product. Outstanding. And it's great to see how many uh, ways that you're giving back while also pushing forward with your passion. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it is definitely my passion. <laughs> and speaking of passion, a lot of people, they had their idea, the light bulb goes on, I want to do something. And it becomes their passion, but then they get in their own way. Yep. How I would did. you convince them to not stay in their own way and maybe move forward? Yeah, so I did. And then again, it's for me, like as an entrepreneur, I would say get real comfortable and secure on it. So when somebody knocks it down, you're, you're ready to stick up for what they're, you know, and it was like, hey, here's my idea. It's like, well, it's not going to work because of this, this, this. Once I executed it and like had my prototype, I'm like, this is exactly what it is and it will work. And here's how it's going to work. I was also ready for that rejection, but it's just like, take the leap, take the leap. When I first launched, my product has changed 20 different times. Like the product that I sold on my opening day, I'm like embarrassed by it now. When I look at it, it was like, I didn't know metals correctly. Now our stuff is waterproof. It's hyperallergenic. Like I've worn my stuff for five years and it will not fade. We have a 90 day free repair because we're so confident in the quality of our pieces. I didn't start out like that. They always say, if you start something, you started too late. So you just, uh, just life day by day, starting a business or starting your passion day by day. Nobody writes a book in one day. It's chapter page by page, chapter by chapter. And that's how I would advise anybody. Like if you're wrestling with starting something or a passion project or a business, it's just day by make a big goal and then break it down into little, little goals. And if you can write a book in one day, please call us. We need your help. Exactly. You know, that's not going to happen. People like people look at the big like oh, starting a business. Like, I don't know anything about technology. Like, I didn't even know how to build my I didn't know any of that. It was a lot of mistakes. And you just learn as you go. I still don't know a lot of stuff, but you just you learn you learn as you go. Same thing with the show here. I started with a, basically a portable microphone. Yep. And, and my computer. Or I just do it in my Jeep. I'd record people in my Jeep while driving. You started though. See that, you know what I mean? And then you, you learn, but when you just stand still, you will never go anywhere because you're not moving. You just have to move. Static life will kill you in, the, in business or any dream you have. It will kill you. Once you hit that wall and you let it hit you, it ends for you right there. So don't let walls stop you. Keep pushing through, keep pushing forward keep pushing forward and yeah, just, just keep moving and you'll make mistakes and that's okay. But wouldn't you rather like start something and it like, say if I went out of business in two years, like I have zero regrets. I went after my dream, you know what I mean? And then maybe I'll start a new one, but I would have had regrets if I'm sitting here two years later, like, man, I still haven't done anything. You know what I mean? That's a regret. Like I don't, if you can fail, but at least I tried. Exactly. You can't say you didn't try. You can shoot from the moon, maybe land in the stars. Like exactly. I always used to say, but the muscular dystrophy uh, telethon, you say, let's shoot for the moon for this, uh, for the donations. If we miss, well, at least we'll hit the stars. We'll be able to help some children. Exactly. So. I used to think that actually with giving, it was like, oh, like I'd look at these other comparison will also kill you. But I look at these huge jewelry brands, like the 30 holding up like million dollar checks, like donations. I'm like, oh my gosh, like here's $200. But that's a give back. You know what I mean? You might not change the world for everybody, but you might change the world for one person. So we, you know what I mean? My first donation check was less than a hundred dollars. doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you're still doing what you're doing and you'll, you'll grow from there. But I was like embarrassed, honestly, to write my first like 
I forget what it even was, less than $50 donation check. It's like, no, I'm proud of that now. I'm proud of that. Always be proud. You can always always come out like Happy Gilmore with the big cardboard check. Exactly. Someday I hope to hold a really big one. But until then, I'm proud of my little give backs. It's you know what I mean? I'm still doing it and I'm still learning and growing just like, you know, anybody should be that, that starts something. Exactly. You shared uh, one really good, a really touching story of the woman who lost her son due to the catfishing incident. And I'm sure you've heard many wonderful stories throughout your, your time with the business. Is there another one you'd like to share with the audience that has been significant and left a significant impression on you? Yeah. Anything with kids is hard. I, I read some sad stuff, like a lot of depression, anxiety, cancer, one woman, like her full family cancer, but anything where a kid is involved, it's, it, it, it's hard for me to let go of that. Like it doesn't roll off of my sleeve easily, but another one was our, her two-year-old had cancer, uh, struggle, cancer struggle. It was just anything with a child is, is really hard for me to deal with, but you know, at the end of the day, I just, you know, I tell those people that your story is helping somebody, even if you don't know it, you might not, you, your story is touching somebody. Like I'm hoping, I always say, it's not about me and my story. Nobody, I don't want to say nobody cares about my story, but it's about using my story to help others with their story. Nobody's going to have my story. Nobody, you know, oh, my dad passed away. It's not a, I used to think that like, it was like a pity party, like, oh, my dad passed away and nobody cares. It's like, no, it's actually, I'm proud of my story and I'm using my story to help you relate to your story. It's not about me and my story. It's about relating. So that's what I tell them when they're sharing these stories. And, and again, I never ask anyone. I did, I did it first when I launched, I asked my friends to share their story, but now it's like, Hey, we have an open blog. We share by first name and state, share your story. You never know who you're touching. And one of my friends, Brooke, that actually shared her story. Now I work with like influencers you can see it like in their reel that they're doing or their video. And I send it to her. I'm like, your story is literally going, it just went to North Carolina yesterday. It went to the West coast. You know what I mean? Like people are opening your story. You might not hear about it. They don't, you know what I mean? But you, you are touching someone you are. It's not exactly what you thought would happen when you shared your story. But exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's still going around. She shared that story when I launched four and a half years ago and it's still oh. circulating. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's not an old story. It's a story on how she lost her brother to cancer. That's still, is touching people today. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, thanks for sharing that with us. Thanks for sharing everything you shared with us tonight. Uh, Jenna, how does someone get in contact with you to either have you talk to them like we're talking now or maybe even find out how they can help you with your with your business? Yeah, so our website is linkbeforeyousync.com. Our Instagram is at linkbeforeyousync, like a kitchen sink. Our Facebook, you're not going to guess it, but it's also <laughs> linkbeforeyousync. <laughs> but I always tell people too, like, I read my, uh, you know, our contact messages. So there's a contact page on our site. My personal email is J-R-I-G-H-I at link before you sync. You just may go into my just Jenna folder. I never share any private information. So if you have questions, please reach out. And as I mentioned, you know, again, I sell a product, but you can link with us free through our blog, reader stories, share your story. As I mentioned, you really know who you never know who you're touching. Jenna, it's been awesome chatting with you tonight. Thank you for sharing uh, your journey with us and uh, your passion project that you're on right now with Link Before You Sync. I uh, can't wait to see where you move in the future with this. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You have a good night. Me too. Thank you. Bye-bye. For every veteran, there is a story. A story about a calling to serve, to fight for the freedoms of the American people. And every story has a struggle a sacrifice, and invisible wounds. 
Warrior Watts programs help veterans recover from PTSD and invisible wounds through exercise, nutrition, and connecting with other veteran leaders. It is estimated that 22 veterans die each day by suicide and another 30 veterans die each day by substance abuse. These are preventable deaths. Warrior Watt is committed to fighting PTSD through fitness, nutrition, and community. checking us out and being a part of the misfit nation don't forget to visit our website at the misfitnation.com it's the misfitnation.com to catch up on all of our episodes and also to get some of that great misfit nation gear as always be humble stay hungry and keep hustling because we